Welcome to Groovy Take On Podcast. My name is Claudia and... Hi, it's Renee. That's right. And we would like to say welcome everybody. And by everybody, I mean... Hi, Hi Mom. mom. <laughs> and if you are not my mom, then it's an awkward moment. But we are so happy you are here and listening to this episode. And it's going to be another episode that we are trying. It's a eclectic chaos because we are talking about some random topics that we would like to share with you pretty much that's it Renee let me start with I have something new to to for you to listen to so this is something from our sponsors okay we don't have any sponsors but I thought those <laughs> those sounds might be something interesting yeah we don't have sponsors. that's okay because you're yeah you just uh, woke up uh, the CEO, and she's literally staring at you like, what did you just do? I know. I just found that uh, sound bite, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, our, our sound producer is sleeping on the job right now. Uh, yeah, the sound producer is uh, Daisy... Yes. Again, that's the one who has some snoring issues going on. It's not issues. She yeah. just loves to snore hey, away. I want to say happy National Jello Day. Happy National Jello Day. Especially oh, yeah. to my sister Shelly, because she was, as I believe may be still, scared of Jello. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm serious. So, Shelly, out there, happy Jello Day. Oh, yeah, I found it. It says, eat your Jello Day, July 12th. Yep. Yeah, I just discovered a website called National Day Calendar. And there's some rather weird. Um, there's nothing wrong with Jello. Nothing wrong with Jello. Well, according to Shelly, it is. Yeah, that's true. But it isn't the truth that Jello actually is healthy for you? It's actually not bad. No, no, yeah. no. I'm saying, I mean, not like yeah. bad, tasty, but healthy, healthy. Yes, yes. It's a because of the gelatin or something. The gelatin and the water in it. As long as you don't do any liquor in it. Well, then, yeah, but okay. Yeah. That's well, eat your Jello day, July twelfth. We wish all fun with Jello. Eat your Jello. I don't know. What's yeah. your favorite flavor? Oh, lime. I love lime. I will go with classic strawberry. I guess. Yeah. Oh no! Hold on a second. The green one is what? What is the green one? I thought that was lime. That's well, a good one too. So orange is pretty good too. Well, so question of the day, but what's your favorite Jell-O? My favorite Jell-O Jell is actually pudding that Jell-O makes. That's the company Jell-O. And that is pistachio pudding. Yeah, let's confuse me even more. So there is a company called Jell-O. Mm -hmm. And they are making Jell-O Jell and pudding and probably some other stuff. Correct. It's like Band-Aid. Band-Aid is a company name... People, why do you have to confuse others so much? So here's what so. I here's what I wrote on uh, wrote. <laughs> here is what I found 
Slow down, <laughs> slow down. Claudia. Slow down, Claudia. Yeah, slow down, because that's what I... Uh, uh, later on, let me... Let me mention something about slowing down. But let's uh, let's read about the Eat Your Jello Day, July twelfth. Quote: July twelfth easily uh, directs us what to do on Eat Your Jello Day, with plenty of flavors to choose from. There shouldn't be any problem finding one you like. Maybe we should do some Jello today. I think so. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We do. We've got some. Uh, we got a couple different uh, flavors. I will give that I, because strawberry. to me it's it's a it's a nice way to get a little bit of sweet without doing you know getting too many calories. So I just found on that celebrate every day that National Day calendar website. Yeah, it's I just great. found it actually that looks good. They have there are over one thousand five hundred National Days. Hold on a second. There's 365 days in a year. So why on? Oh, I, I think there's a couple. There's a few more than just one. Oh, like okay. Yeah. Like a few more events per day. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so, there's there's a few more out there. I don't know if I would be a little bit more organized and prepared like we talked about in our previous so podcast. I thought that we should probably talk to everybody who is listening to us. And if there is more people than just my mom, which is not just, it's my mom we are talking about, so it's important. But if there is anybody else, I would like to mention that we are trying a different approach to our podcast. We are just testing different things. So please let us know what you think about it. But right now, we want to not only talk to you about specific topics, like topics that we think that are so important that it's good to share tips and tricks, how to cope with specific things. So we are going to talk about the privacy issues, uh, passwords, and uh, home entertainment, video streaming, music streaming services. We will talk about emergency preparedness in general. We will talk about how to get your a car ready for the summer. Uh, we will talk about many, many more other topics from technology to social media and basically yeah. the online world. But also... And you know what? Yeah. At the end, I'm going to share with you Uh-oh. and ask everyone else a, a question. What's their favorite old game or old toy they would love to play again or would love to see it come back and i'll share my last mine so that's the end that's for the end of this episode okay but so not only we're going to share those different topics and like we already are doing so for the last few weeks at least we were doing but we decided not only those topics or more on a serious side but also we will share some of the episodes as eclectic chaos. So we'll just talk about whatever we found that it's interesting yeah. or not, but we would like to talk about it anyway. So it's kind of free session. I think so. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? I don't know. You said that you want to talk about the... Oh. 
Well, we talked about National Jello Day, so pretty much we okay. covered the most important part of it. Exactly, but I thought we were going to talk about. We are going to talk about calming down. Calming down. Calming down. We are going to talk about favorite game. Yeah. And we are going to talk about extreme heat. That's right. So, what temperature? Oh, let's talk about those funny things first. No, what's the funny things? Well, the funny thing is they're calming down. <laughs> well, it is for me. It is for me. I notice that if I, if I slow down for a moment, it helps me to regain composure and tackle the topic, whatever I have to do, better. Instead of frantically getting too excited about it or anxious or nervous or call it as you want. And that slowing down moment is helping me to just gain, the, gain back the control. And see, for me, in my brain, I think when I'm slowing down, someone's going to catch me. And I don't want anybody to catch me. Well, yeah, but when you are, like, going you know, 100 miles per hour, you're going crazy with whatever task project at hand. And, you know, people are asking you gazillions, gazillion, it's not a number, <laughs> gazillions questions. And it's so much, you have so much to do in a short period of time. Don't you think that actually allow yourself to slow down for a second and regroup in your head? is going to help you to gain that control because then you can think for a moment about what you are going to do in a, in a second and you just regroup and move on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No? No. I think it... Uh, yeah. I, I think know. you need to find, you know, your... your I, I agree. And in my field, for several years, I went, 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 and that's it. Yes, I do need to slow down, smell the roses, and... <laughs> I, yeah. I think that it, it's working for me, although it's very hard to do it, because when oh, you yeah. are in a moment... Yeah, me, it's not... It's hard to remember, oh, so it's now the time to slow down for a moment and think? Yeah, yeah. I usually remember about it when it's all over or all done, I'm tired, I'm fed up of everything... And then it's like, oh, yeah, probably I should slow down, think about it twice, and then do it again. No, who said that you have to do it in under five minutes? I mean, okay, there are different situations, unique situations. But in most cases, nothing wrong is going to happen. Nothing bad is going to happen if you allow yourself those 30 seconds more and think about it. Yeah. Do you remember about that sign that some fire stations, they have that... that extra minute or extra, you know, two minutes of your time uh, for and the time to drive slower but safer, it's not going to harm anyone but will save lives. Correct. Because you are, well, it's, the sign is a little bit different, but it's pretty much about uh, just slow down a little bit and be in control instead of drive like the bat from hell, but you might... You know, take Where a chance. Where did that come from, the word bat from hell? I have no idea. Yeah, Actually, yeah, Duke, one of our dogs, looks like a bat, so, and he's not from, well, yeah, well he he's Chihuahua, yeah. so let's not go there. Yeah, let's not. That's oh, not. talking about dogs. I hope that our listeners 
I'm not, I'm not sure how many listeners do we have. Oh, yeah, three, yeah. including my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys had a chance to listen to our dog park episode. Oh, yeah, the dog that park. Was, I think that's We'll do another fun. one. Maybe so, one of these days we'll actually uh, interview people at the dog park. Wow. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah. I wonder so how I, I would... See, I think it's time to get to the heat. Let's get to, down to right the the basis of our okay, lives at okay, this moment you're right. in the you're middle right. of summer. So, hello. Welcome to Arizona. And uh, it seems like there's no one left in Arizona except two of us. Well, the the, the, the big secret about Arizona is during the cooler months because really it's hard to say cold months in phoenix yeah but cooler months of the year there are many people in arizona and we have so many guests here out of state people like to visit the state because oh, it's gorgeous yeah. during winter months yep during the summer months though you almost think there's been a mass evacuation. That was a mass. Well, it's actually, well, it is mass evacuation. And suddenly, especially on a Friday afternoon. You every can, Friday afternoon, if people have to stay here to work during the weekday, man, they bail. They're bailing it Friday afternoon. Okay. Think about snowbirds. Have, have you ever, so to our, to our listeners, have you ever heard... About the, 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 the name, nickname Snowbird. Who is a snowbird? Please don't confuse that with Snowflake. Yeah, that's, that's, a a di- that's a different story. So Snowbird is a person who uh, come to Southern... Oh, and I was ready to give the definition of that. Well, anyway, just in case, Someone Snowbirds are people... part time of the year. Yeah. They're living here part-time of the year. The, the nice time of the year. The cooler months. Yeah. And uh, here in Arizona, we have many snowbirds from, uh, obviously, northern parts of the United States, but also from Canada. East. But, uh, yeah, from, from east. We're from east. Oh. No, east of the United States, they are going to Florida. No, some come here. But not that many. I mean... Oh, I think, yeah, I, I beg to differ. I thought, like, we, Washington we State... Ta- we talked to the, a couple, just a couple weeks ago, that was from Maine or somewhere like that. Yeah, they're from Maine. Huh. Remember so they who, have that dog that's a little... Oh, yeah. The gold one, yeah. I thought that Arizona is, like, the destination for people from Canada. Then you've got uh, Montana, Minnesota, you've got Washington State, Oregon, uh, but not that many people from the from Wisconsin. We've got people from Wisconsin, but mm-hmm. not that many from Michigan. East East Chicago side of. How could you? Yeah, you're. I don't I mean, know. Maybe. Yeah, your parents from Chicago. Well, yeah, but oh, that's true. So, but I know on. the East Coast, okay, yeah. So, snowbirds, part-time of the year here. And it's, it, you, can, you can tell that they are here, like so many of them, looking at the traffic and looking at the restaurants. 
You cannot get a place at the restaurant in the winter unless you will just stand for an hour and wait outside. And again, no problem. Yep, yep. And the minute it hits a certain temperature, they are out of here. Does anybody know what that temperature is? What's your temperature that you consider is a high temperature? Oh, probably 114. Okay, for me, it's like 95 degrees, and I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm 90 degrees, it's Fahrenheit, I'm ready to move. Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, do I like 114? Absolutely not, but, you know, it is what it is. I think you can easily, you know, get out. Um, you know, one of the most important things with when the weather starts to get, you know, get hot or extremely hot, you know, some important things that you need to do is, is, you know, one of the uh, most things is, is drink lots and lots of water. Um, stay really, you know, stay hydrated because here in Arizona, it's not just a humid heat. It's not, it's a dry heat. And it will suck you dry. And when somebody's telling us, the, the, oh, this is funny, when somebody's telling people living here in Arizona, people from out of state, they're saying, hey, but this is dry heat. All I want to do is just scream at them. Yeah. Because I'm thinking at some point, 115, I, at this point, I don't care if it's dry heat. It's the feeling when you're opening the oven to put the pie in. And, and it really feels that way. And you have that wave of heat in yeah. your face. That's pretty much how it feels outside in Arizona in the midday with 115 or 110 outside. Yeah. So, and yes, it's dry heat, but that heat is just... And, and the thing is, you have to be really careful is just imagine if you're and a middle-aged adult, and you feel that, just imagine with little little ones and older adults, it's 10 times worse. And so they need, you know, we need to be that much more careful when we're, work, when we're dealing with younger children and older adults. Do you remember the, and unfortunately, a few times a year, we, we have that information on the news, that yeah. somebody, parent or caregiver, left child unattended in a car. Well, that or somebody... Or a pet. Yeah, or uh, we've even had where people didn't want to leave their pet and their air conditioning broke down and they, they tried to, to sweat it out, per se, and, and unfortunately it gets just too hot in the home and they pass away. Um, yeah, and that was in the house. Yeah, that was, that was a really tough one. People, so. and again, for me, and you mentioned water, don't forget about electrolytes. So just go to whatever grocery store and you have those, um, I don't know, Gatorades or other drinks yeah, you can get. Yeah, just be real careful with some of the Gatorades. They got a lot of sugar. Well, yeah, but so. you can find those without sugar or you have those pockets with mm -hmm. electrolytes, not necessarily yeah. Gatorade, but everything else. And you can you can yeah. get it there. Um and, and, and just drink it from time to time. Yeah. Or if you don't want that, I just recently found out you just you can get like a the Himalayan salt. He, yeah, Himalayan. Himalayan salt added to the water. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's a pink salt, guys. 
Yeah. Just add it to well, the water a little yeah, bit. Just a teeny and you, bit. And you got, you're good to go. It doesn't taste like salty, anything like that. Yeah. But you added a little bit of that salt that you just sweat it out. So it's yeah. good. And I if you have to, if you have to go, you know, you need to, you have to do something outside. Do it early in the morning. Um, you know, that's oh, going to yeah. be the coolest time of the day is, is do it in the early in the morning. Be cognitive of what you're wearing. You know, make sure you wear light clothing. Uh, try not to do strenuous activity. Uh, make sure you use a, you know, a hat. Wear a hat over. Um, you know, if you are with family, make sure you keep an eye on them because just because your temperature may be one temperature doesn't mean that they, they their temperature may be completely uh, lower and they're having uh, effects. So knowing the signs and symptoms of uh, someone beginning the, the phases of a heat illness is important. They, they say, and again, it's because, well, you are, you were born in Arizona, so you know mm -hmm. this climate through and through. Yeah. Born and raised here plus a uh, 20 year paramedic. And, uh, I am new. Okay. Not new, new, but I'm, I live here for the last over eight years. Yeah. So for someone who is out of state and visiting friends or family members here in Arizona, it's a different story. People tend to think, oh, wow, I don't feel that heat that much, even though it's above 100 degrees because we have a little bit of... Um, um, yeah, uh, they start when it's cooler and then they start hiking and then they yep. get halfway in and don't realize, you know, then they, they go too far into the either a hike or yep. a walk or... You know, and then all of a sudden they've got to walk all the way back. There's not enough water they because they trouble. tend to not yeah. take enough water. And also for me, what was kind of uh, a big surprise, throughout the day we might have a little bit of wind. It's a hot wind, guys. So it's yeah. again, it's like yeah, it's you opening a... the oven. It's the the the, the heat yeah. is just blowing in your face, but outside you think oh it's a little bit of wind it's hot but you you don't feel that you are sweating so much yeah but you are and then it's a little bit too late and you don't know what to and you don't know what to do then yeah well and and so and, and like i said before kind of know the signs and symptoms uh do you know what some of the signs and symptoms are of a heat stroke or or heat exhaustion claudia no Maybe start. Well, one thing is they start getting lightheaded. They maybe start talking a little goofy. They'll start getting cramps. You know, their legs will start almost like a Charlie horse. If anybody's ever had that, um, you know, and it's and the thing is, is is they'll the minute they start doing some of the other signs and symptoms like stop, they'll actually stop sweating they're getting, it's getting bad. Oh, so, yeah. you know, the minute you, they start getting a little lightheaded and um, start getting the cramps, it is very important. You get them into a cooler area, um, either it be in the shade or in a building that's got air conditioning, cool them off. Be very careful. You definitely want to give them some water, but don't give them cold water. Why is that, Claudia? A shock. Shock to what? Well, because there's a, such a high temperature of your body and suddenly you're getting that, that very low temperature water. I don't know. Yeah, and what's it do to our stomachs? 
cramps or something? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you got to be really careful. So you just, you don't want to give them super, super cold water. Um, if you've got some cold packs, that's a great opportunity to be able to put behind their neck, under their armpits, in their uh, groin area. Um, okay. And then two is just keep them calm. Keep them calm. And, and if things don't is change the- and they start still getting worse or still the same... That's when it's time that, hey, let's, we need to call 911 and uh, get them some help. Can you give them, like, Gatorade or something? Yeah, but like I said, just be careful with some of those drinks because okay. they, can, they can give a little bit too much sugar. Okay. I always like to take Gatorade and half it, cut it in half and put water. Oh, and then, okay. yeah, so that's kind of half and just half. Be, just be aware of what's happening with your body and um, unfortunately. And the pets. That, remember, yeah. that's happened last year. I had that one friend that took their dog hiking, and and he called me all upset, and his he just didn't realize, just wasn't thinking about his dog, and his dog got overheated, and we had to rush him to the to uh, the uh, pet uh, emergency room, and they had to give him a bunch of fluids, and so, you know, the, we're not a- just talking about pets or humans, we're talking about little humans, medium humans, older humans. Four-legged animals. Is it? Is it? Yeah, there is a law right now. In yeah, Arizona. there is. Hundred law. Hundred degrees. I don't know if it's new or not. How many degrees? Hundred degrees. Once it gets to be a hundred degrees, it's against the law to bring the dogs to the. They can't go on the public hikes. Just imagine how hot the ground is. So even if the air is, let's say, one hundred degrees, the ground is heated up. And Today it was one twenty-nine. The ground? Yeah, we checked it. Yeah, we were out on a, um, I was out on a site and, and uh, one of the guys said, man, it's hot. He's not from here. And so he, he put a heat sensor on it and it was a hundred, it was 129 So it means that if somebody has a brilliant and put, let, let's put it in quotation mark, Mark, a brilliant idea to get a dog for a walk when it's 110 the, the weather, the temperature, the ground is then probably more than 120. Yeah. You know, in ballpark of that. And you expect your dog just walk on that. That's, yeah. That's terrible. Well, so there is a law in Arizona. You cannot take your dog yeah. hiking or whatever when it's above 100 degrees. Right. So, as you mentioned, go on a walk very early in the morning. Try mm-hmm. to run all the errands very early in the morning. Now, if well, there are people who are trying to save money as much as possible because they're living on the budget, and I, I totally get that. Oh, I, I totally get it, too, when I go to hit the, touch the thermostat when I get home. <laughs> but, well, that's funny, actually, what you said, but what I said, it's it sad because there are people who are living on the budget, and uh, the bills, the electric bills here... They can triple. Over the summer, they can triple. It, it's expensive. Yeah. So... Some people are trying to keep the thermostat on a very, very high temperature. Yeah. And uh, you have to be cautious. If you cannot stand specific temperature because you feel lightheaded, you feel that, you know, it's, it's just too hot, but you cannot increase that or decrease the temperature in your house because you're afraid that you are, won't be able to, be, to, to pay the electric bill, yeah. go to the public library. Well, you know what I want to ask? Go to the store. Let's, let's ask Claudia. What temperature is yeah. comfortable for you? 
Uh, well, there is a comfortable temperature and is the temperature that I will allow to have uh, based on the electric bill. Based on the electric bill. <laughs> based on the electric bill, I would go as low as 82 degrees Fahrenheit. And I, it's, it's a lot. This it's is high. when I think you should hit the crickets or cr cr crickets. Because <laughs> believe it or not, what do you think my temperature is? That's what I think about your favorite temperature. Okay, what's your favorite temperature? 76. 76 degrees. And oh. I'm willing to pay <laughs> to keep it at 76. Imagine, imagine this, 76 degrees. It's a wonderful temperature. I, in my person, I personally think that it's nice, it's cool, it's fresh. But then I'm thinking, and then I get the electric bill, and all I want to do is... That's what I think about the electric bill. If I would set up the temperature at 76. So uh, I will probably keep that on 82 during the day when I don't have to be in a house that often. Or even if I am, well, I just prefer that. And it's, it's awful. It's awful because it's hot. It's just not comfortable. And I guess I'm stingy or something. But I just don't want to spend that much money on the electric bill. But for people who feel like they don't feel um, comfortable with that temperature, that high temperature in the house, go to the local library, go to the store, go even to like city hall, go everywhere you can where is air conditioned air condition system going on. There, there are nice temperatures where you can... Starbucks. Starbucks. But again, if you're on the budget, you know, there's a yeah, chance I mean, you might not go just, to the yeah. Starbucks. But go to, if you don't want to spend money, go to the public. Um, I, the best is the library. Buildings, yeah. yeah. And the library, you, you will have a place to sit. It's quiet. You have access to the internet and computer, so you can utilize that for work or, you know, whatever you need. Yeah, you have restrooms there, so you're good to go, and you can spend a few hours, those worst, worst hours throughout the day there safe uh, where the temperature is rather low and it's very comfortable. How yeah. to prepare? Um, wow, like I said earlier, is no, you know, plan ahead. You know, no, you know, try to get all your stuff done. Put everything together, you know, one day if you've got a bunch of errands to run and try to do them all in the early in the morning so that you can get them all done so that you can hang out in a cooler area. Um, if you're in the car, driving the car, make sure you get your car checked before the weather changes to the superheated area. Is, you know, get your, get your antifreeze checked and, and your belts and your hoses and all that stuff checked. And if you don't know how to do it, like I don't know how to do it, you do, but I don't, uh, go ask somebody who know who knows how to do it, or yeah, just absolutely. go to I don't know local parts store. I think know, a lo AutoZone local parts store, yeah. even you know, find a good. You know, it's important to have a good mechanic on standby, so that if you ever do have any emergency with your vehicle, they're able to help you out. And then within your own vehicle, make sure you have you know a, a couple you know a couple gallons of water yeah. for yourself. You know, look you know today. 
Um, we always keep a couple of uh, bottles of water so that we can give them out to people if, uh, you know, if they need it. Um, you know, if you are needing to be home and the temperatures are that, fan, you know, a lot of times a fan. And if you are the one who has all that water in a vehicle and you are driving and you know that you're on your way home, it's not that far from home anyway, and you see that there is somebody else who might need the water, share. Sharing is caring, so just, yeah. just, just be considerate. Think about others as well. Just make sure that you've got that water everywhere, pretty much, at home, in a, in a vehicle. Uh, make sure that your car battery yeah. is is up and running it in will, a good condition. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Let's face it, the, the sun, the temperature, it's tough. It's tough on everything. It's already, so. with, the, with the battery, car battery, it happened to me already twice or three times yeah. where the battery was like not even two years old and uh, that sun, and that sun is just killing it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's hard on everything. It's hard on everything. Tires. We see a lot of more blowouts out there, uh, radiators blowing, hoses popping. You know, it's just, it's just like I said, it's you that's gotta be why. Safe. That's why when you're driving on a highway throughout the city, you can notice more and more those semi trucks tires throughout uh, on the on the highway in the middle of the highway. So it's pretty much dangerous on the streets. Yeah, yeah. I need to be real careful. Yeah, we seem to have more more car accidents um, in the summer due to temperature. Never leave a child, adult, or animal alone inside a vehicle on a warm day. Any warm day. day. Yeah. And by the way, we are checking some of the information sharing with you from ready.gov. Mm-hmm. Is ready.gov provided by FEMA by any chance? Yeah, it's the federal government. Yeah, okay. and it's got some really, really great uh, um, I would tips. strongly recommend ev- to everyone to check ready.gov website. And uh, you have all the um, important tips how to stay safe, how to keep yourself and your family mm-hmm. and loved ones safe and hear what to do. So never leave a child, adult, or animal alone in a vehicle on a warm day. Find places with air conditioning. So that's exactly what we were talking yeah. about. What else do they have on the list? If you are outside, find shade. Yeah. Uh, drink plenty of water. I can't uh, say that enough. Uh, lots and lots of water. Uh, make sure that if the temperature is higher than 95, uh, don't use fans because it can actually be a, like a false feeling of coolness. And then the heat can really sneak up on you fast. Um, it's kind of just a little bit uh, tip there is avoid high energy activities. You don't want to be out there doing CrossFit in the middle of the the, the uh And we saw heat. people doing that. Yeah, we have in... I tell you, I can tell you the amount of times we've we've uh, they've heard of people you know going down because they're out doing uh, activities in the middle of the summer. You mentioned at some point about the signs of heat-related illnesses, yeah. and like look, heat cramps, heat exhaustion, uh, and and what uh, are what's heat cramps? Okay, so Some people uh, may let not me know what that is. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't know. So let me jump on that ready.gov website. Yeah. And we would like to, again, um, 
invite everybody else to check the ready.gov because it's full of very useful information. Well, yeah, we excellent. Will, we it's... will add, we will put that episode on our website as always. And in the description of this episode, we will add that ready.gov link just in case. Yeah. So heat cramps. It says here signs, muscle pains or spasms in the stomach, arms or legs. That's not nice. Okay, action. Go to the cooler location. Remove excess clothing, clothing. Take sips of cool sports drinks with salt and sugar. Get medical help if cramps last more than an hour. Yeah. And, you know, with heat exhaustion, just remember this is the body progressively getting, you know, getting worse. Is These people will be just heavy uh, sweating. They'll be pale. So the paleness means that they're kind of losing their color in their skin. Um, they'll, uh, they'll back again. They'll have, they'll have the muscle cramps. They'll be very tired, uh, weak, dizzy. They get real bad headaches. Cause remember this is cause you're getting dehydrated, um, nauseous, a lot of them vomit. And then of course, uh, a lot of them will faint on you as well. And the thing, you know, the most important thing is get these people out of the heat Hopefully get them into an air-conditioned place, lie them down, loosen up their clothing, and then, uh, um, you know, let them drink, take just teeny sips of the uh, sports drinks with salt and sugar. And then, uh, you know, if these uh, symptoms get worse in an hour or stay the same in the hour, call 911. Get them medical help as possible. And then the third one. That's the worst one, heat stroke. Yeah, and that's and, bad. That's really where you can start damaging internal organs, especially the kidneys. So it says here, again, on the ready-to-gov, that signs of heat stroke, extremely high body temperature above 103 degrees, um, red, hot, and dry skin with no sweat. So this is the scary part, when you are stopped sweating. Yeah, it's still yeah. you are so hot. It's over 103 and degrees, and, and you are not sweating. Yeah, um, rapid strong pulse, dizziness, confusion, or even unconsciousness. And action, well, action is call 911. So yeah. call, you know, emergency services. So call 911 or get the person to a hospital immediately if you know that you can get there. I mean, kind of faster or something. Yeah, because these people need to get cooled down fast and that's just not the outside needs to be cooled but their internal needs to be cooled and this is where we find a lot of people um you know get to this point and they start doing damages to their kidneys there's no there's no turning back and uh, the first time you see somebody with that's not sweating and you, it's the middle of the summer in Arizona it's a scary it's a scary situation and yeah like i said you just get call 911 or get them to the hospital immediately. I, what I learned at the beginning after moving to Arizona was that if I don't see too many people hiking and I don't see too many people, you know, outside, outdoors, that for me sign probably I should stay indoors as well. Because the weird thing about this climate here in Arizona is that we, all our outdoor activities... Most of the time, like crowds are hiking. So many people are hiking and we have all those outdoors events, festivals and whatnot. We have that, 
during the cooler months. So everything starts very late September mm-hmm. and goes all the way till uh, April, pretty oh, much. Oh, I remember taking somebody hiking, I think it was like November, December, and we ended up accidentally, instead of doing a mile and a half hike, we accidentally jumped on like the seven mile hike, I think. And and it was in the middle, I mean, like I said, it was pretty much right there at the beginning of the winter. And, and it was still so hot. I was in, in, in heat stress. And people don't understand, those who are not from around here, they don't understand that, okay, that's just weird. Well, it's not weird for us. The summertime when most of, I mean, rest of the United States is enjoying, uh, here in Arizona, summertime is just like a dead zone here. Yeah. Even, even just driving on a highway or on the streets, you don't have that crazy traffic like the rest of the year when everybody's coming back because everybody's mm-hmm. trying to stay away from this place, from the sun, mm-hmm. the, the valley yep. of the sun, and just enjoy everywhere else except here. And then you have those cooler months and it's just gorgeous, amazing, yeah. and great. Yeah. The My favorite part, I don't want to just sound so dramatic, like, you know, stay indoors, stay safe, drink water. I just want to mention that it's so fun to mention friends from east to friends from the east coast that hey we are having awesome festivals and outdoor events in uh, November or you December. You know what? And even in the <laughs> summertime, you gotta say that monsoon comes in and we get some oh, incredible yeah. sunrise and sunset pictures. But then uh, talking well, talking about pictures, it's just Arizona is amazing when it comes down to taking pictures and just just that nature is, is just well hey welcome to grand canyon you know state what? yeah but and, and at the end of the day get in the pool huh, yeah get i in say the let's pool. wrap this up and i think i'm gonna go take a stroll in the pool tonight <laughs> okay well it seems like we are wrapping this 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 episode up that's yeah, it yeah but did you know what i had one question what is your favorite gamer toy as a kid? Oh. And guess what? Today is my favorite toy. It is National Etch-a-Sketch Day. What is it? Etch-a-Sketch. Is it the box, red box with two yeah. thingies that you... Yeah. Oh, I think many people... I never did. was good at it, well, but I loved watching it. I remember it. that. Yeah. So... I think it's that, National Etch a Sketch. Yeah, my okay. favorite. I toy. think that millennials might not know. And I may still have one or two. <gasps> okay, I want to see it. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. The question. What's yours, Claudia? My favorite game. Yeah, I was thinking about that, and I think I will stick with the Monopoly. There you go, Monopoly. So I say we go outside the pool and cool just... off, then come in and play a game of Monopoly. And let's not forget that you can always reach us on Twitter at Claudia Jerowitz. Everybody who was so gracious to listen to our episode, to our Groovy Take on podcast, we would like to say thank you so much. And as always, thank thank you, Mom. Mom. Um, Everybody have an amazing day. Stay groovy. And stay safe. And stay safe. Bye-bye.